Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is on a concept that flashed to me today when I was driving. I was listening to a long audio book, a long form book from David Attenborough on our planet and it was pretty heavy about where we're heading as a, a civilization and I had this flash and it was prepare for impact but in both the good and the bad and I so I want to open that out because this flash hit me like a both from a scary point and from an inspiring point of what can we do how can we live so I'd like to unpack that and share share that with you in this episode So the big question is this, how do we live in more sustainable and regenerative ways? How can we tap into the ancient secrets of living in harmony with the sacred nature of life? How do we embody the interconnected web of life that thrives in abundance within each of us? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. My name is Craig Hubbard, and welcome to Shambhala Living. Hi, everyone. So yeah, I was driving, it was raining today, I had Bertie in the car, and I've been listening to the audio book that is the text that created the Our Planet documentary from 2020 that was narrated by David Attenborough. And that particular documentary had a really profound effect on me. It came out just after Bertie was born and it was really impactful um, on my life. It, it changed the course of my life. So as did having Birdie and being in this really vulnerable place. Anyway, I've, I've come to find this, the audio book. And so the, the documentary was only a documentary length of about an hour and a half. But the audio book, the full story or the full kind of look at this thing is six hours as an audiobook so I've been listening to it and it's been profound really hard hitting in in a lot of ways and I feel compelled to share certain parts of it I feel like that in 2020 I something really woke up within me and being a dad was one of those but that vulnerability of having this really beautiful but very small baby that I remember that first night, she was so little birdie, um, like a, literally like a little bird. And we were worried that first night that she wasn't gonna be breathing. She was a lot smaller than normal. And I just remember that night staying up, both, both of us, um, Chrissy and I, just looking at her and watching her and sort of falling into sleep and what getting back up and making sure she was breathing so that really opened up this vulnerability in me and then a couple of months later when i saw the the documentary our planet which was david attenborough's witness statement from his 94 years documenting the wild places in the world and seeing the decline of of our natural world because of the last 200 years especially the last 100 in particular 
with the industrial revolution finding oil and then this this perpetual desire for growth ever more growth anyway it it really goes into depth about the key indicators that we need to be aware of for collapsing of ecosystems what are the things that we are aware of or can be aware of that are indicators that are early warning signs like the canary in the coal mine and we've seen a lot of them we've, we've passed a lot of them actually and now that I've been aware of this information it feels I feel compelled to share it and feel compelled to that's what led me to stop our home delivery and and start teaching people how to grow food and just start getting information out there on about how to look after the soil and our most precious resource which is the biodiversity biodiversity in the soil the soil life but not only that the biodiversity in all of the wild places the wild life the ocean the forests now i've talked a lot about how we can have bring have and bring biodiversity back through composting and growing gardens and but anyway I, as i was driving today and i'm i'm not a outwardly emotional guy but today i've just i just been wanting to cry like just so i just feel so um in some ways helpless and in some ways like overwhelmed with the the intensity of the direction that we are hurtling towards as a species and but as a parent i with a child that was born in 2020 knowing that if i don't take action then and if i don't face this and i really don't want to face this because it hurts it's agony to face this but if i don't face it then what am i doing for my little girl how can i look her in the eye and say i i, I love you and i'm i'm doing all that i can to love you anyway so i was driving i was feeling all these overwhelming emotions on the inside this kind of turmoil of what are we doing as a like as a species and and how can i help and how can i make this world a little bit better and feeling like kind of not even wanting to hear the information but it did get into some really positive ideas and regenerative agriculture or regenerative living definitely was was up there in one of the main solutions that we can do but anyway at this at one point i was driving up to the roundabout and i i was listening on my my headphones and and all of a sudden i had this flash and it was it came with a with some words and it came in the the, the form of uh, this phrase prepare for impact and it wasn't like a warning it was more like a message and it also didn't carry weight of just the negative side of that but also the positive side it was kind of like within this message and and the way i got it was it it was it felt like it was just it was like a, i guess all i can say is that it was like a message that that was both the 
the problem and the solution. So I wanted to unpack that a little bit here. And so prepare for impact. So at first, what are, what are the thoughts when I say that prepare for impact? So some of the thoughts that you might be having is like, you know, the word impact has both positive and negative kind of connotation. So the word impact is both, it could be like, you know, catastrophe about to happen, a meteorite or tidal wave or just something kind of big and scary. And that's a word that can come to mind. So then there's this prepare for impact of like, or we're about to hit something. So what do you do? Then on the other side is prepare is a positive word, like when we're prepared and when we get prepared. And then the word impact, then the other flash or the other side of this flash that came was impact in a good way. Like what is the impact of your life? What is the impact that we have on each other? What is the impact that as we live our life that we have on the earth and the environment? And how can we make an impact? We are resonating beings of love, light, um, vibration. We have the capacity to lift things and move matter and make things happen. We can make things happen for good or for bad or, or positive or negative. So how can we make a positive impact on this planet and make this world a little bit better for the generations to come. So these, they were the kind of the basic kind of uh, idea, but it kind of, then I started to flesh it out and, and, and I'm still doing that here. But some of the metaphors were, well, what, what would you want to know? There was an impending catastrophe. Would it be better just to bury our heads in the sand, you know, watch another Netflix show, have another drink, have another toke, have another whatever to numb the pain of what is really happening. And, and one of those things that kind of numbs it or makes it not so bad is that was in this book was this concept of the shifting baselines. So as we only get to see the perspective through our, our lifetime, then the baseline for all, you know, how many parts per million carbon, how many people on the planet, how much forest is left, we only get to see from the time that we were born to the time that we die. And that is actually a relatively short time. Um, so when we get to see over multiple lifetimes, which actually isn't very long, so over just four lifetimes, we can cover that span of 100 to 150-ish years, and then we can see a whole different set of baselines and those baselines are like the key indicators of what is keeping our planet happy, thriving, balanced. So this, this concept of the shifting baselines means each generation starts with a new set of baselines and then they only see the incremental change from that baseline. So it's easy to not notice much but once we start to take a broader perspective from at least the last hundred years we get to see wow what was the state of the world what was the state of the oceans back a hundred years ago what was the state 
of the soil and the farm of the the um, not the farmland but the state of the forest the wild places the state of the how many species were around so taking that into mind that firstly we need to take a bigger perspective then we get to see more of what is the size and the scope and the magnitude of this impact and then how can we best prepare for that so firstly is widening the scope of of the perception now some of those when we break that into the environment then we've got the soil the food cry the oh, i'll just pause this so in the environment we've got things like the soil we've got the, the meaning the soil crisis the that we're losing soil the wild places like the forest that we're cutting down to grow food in unsustainable ways the way that we're treating the ocean the way that we're treating our waste the way that we're creating our energy in unsustainable ways and the way that we're treating the the atmosphere from everything that we're doing so each of these major cycles and pillars are have their key indicators and we are crossing boundaries on all of those so when we're driving our car we've got these indicators we've got our heat we've got our revs to see are we we've got our petrol gauge these three uh, we've got a speedo so we're watching our speed and if we get to a certain point we have to slow down if we get to a certain temperature we're going to have to pull over and and that's an indicator so if the, the problem is that this scope of this planet it seems so big and vast but actually it's pretty simple is like what are the key things that keep an organism a living organism alive so we can look at ourselves what keeps this organism alive and they're actually pretty simple like we we check to to see our babies are breathing it's breathe is it breathing is it breathing shallow deep are they warm what's their temperature if they go down too much or too high that, that these are going to be key indicators so once we start to see these indicators and we start to recognize and to comprehend that we have we're redlining in a, in some of these imagine driving your car and you're redlining now if if you don't know the indicator you don't know that redlining meaning your temperature gauge is now in the red you are right now are at risk of a a catastrophe your car could literally catch on fire and that happens but if you prepare for impact or prepare for this by knowing the indicators then you have a chance to avoid that catastrophe pull over let the car cool down and fix it so whether add water or bring in a mechanic and t attend to the underlying problem the problem is most of us don't know what those indicators are so we are just redlining not just in one of our indicators but in most of our indicators so f what that brings to me is well as a parent 
how can I best prepare for impact? Well, it's, there is going to be, if you start to really understand the environmental key indicators, then we are going to have a food crisis sooner than we probably think. How can you now prepare for an impending food crisis? Because as we saw, that just because there's a redlining indicator doesn't mean that we have to crash and burn or overheat or catch on fire or have an actual serious impact. We can prepare, that's that key word, prepare and make a change so that we can avoid the impending negative impact so we can grow food we can grow a garden how can we also now we can only do certain things so this is certainly not about how do you do all the things but if you know some of the the, the things that are going to have consequences ramifications on your life if they're going to happen not maybe next week, not the week after, not the year after even, but maybe five years down, maybe 10 years, if you know they're gonna happen, you've got now time to prepare. How can we change what we're doing now and would you change what you're doing now? That's this concept of prepare for impact. On the flip side of that, we have the how can you prepare knowing that on the key indicators of the planet that keep us all alive and you're preparing on that side, but how can you prepare to have a, the greatest impact in your personal life? So for me, there is, well, what are the key things that I can do as a human to optimize this body so I'm as healthy as possible and then I can have the greatest impact? For me, that's meditation, getting a breath practice, getting some movement, being out in nature, drinking fresh water, plenty of fresh water, drinking, uh, eating fresh produce, um, getting sunlight, you know, and, there's, and I'm sure you've got your own list of things. So these are things that we can do to prepare this body to have the greatest impact possible. So I, I wanted to uh, really have this, this concept of prepare for impact in both the good and the bad, or, the, or not the bad, good and bad, I don't think see good and bad, that's just percept, per, perspectives, but negative and positive. And the negative, just because it's negative, we don't have to avoid all things negative. It's how do we, recognize what is actually happening and make a change. We can either just move out of the way or we can possibly make larger changes enough to reverse that. So in this book also it says anything that we cannot do continuously forever is not sustainable and therefore we shouldn't do it at all. So what are the things in your life, in our life, in society that if you think about, can we do that forever? Can we keep extracting oil out of the ground forever? No, we cannot. There's so many things that we cannot do forever, but we continue to do them today. Therefore, we're gonna run out of those things and we're running out of them faster and faster. 
So we shouldn't be doing them at all because it actually is a very delicate system. So just to, to finish with a, a bit of a metaphor, I was thinking of the impact in the ocean. So imagine you're, you're at the ocean and it's, I was imagining I'm, I'm at the ocean, in, ocean with my little one and we're up to my ankles and the waves are coming past my knees and I'm next to my little girl and it looks pretty safe and we're playing in the waves, which we love to do. But as a surfer and as a, uh, someone that uh, loves the beach, one of the rules has always been keep your eye on the, the waves, keep your eye on the horizon. So casting that view out. So there's any time I'm looking back to the beach when I'm either in near that water or out the back surfing, any time I'm looking back to the beach, especially when I'm in, in like an impact zone, then I can only look back there for a short amount of time before I need to look back at the horizon. And that is because at any moment that ocean could throw me a wave and and that wave could either knock me off my board or knock me off my feet and or I could catch that wave and ride that wave or I could go under that wave. I can take action to avoid it or to move with it. So this same concept, prepare for impact, is to live our life but be looking out at the horizon, facing our heart forwards bravely out to the horizon so that we can actually take positive, affirmative action. And I, I had the idea, the thought of, you know, what, what's the, the, um, what would be the result in, a, in just a situation like this where just a few seconds of pre-warning can make a huge difference. So if, if I'm there with my little one and the waves are okay and, I, and we, I'm looking the other way, looking back to the beach and then a rogue wave hits us, that could be um, a catastrophe. It could be that we get washed, you know, hit the deck, we could get swept off our feet, we could get swept out, and this certainly happens all the time when people are not watching for what they should be. If you're at the beach and you're not watching and there's waves around, you could get knocked, it could be just knocked over, but you could, it could be even worse. So, but when we're facing, we can see the waves coming. We can go under them, over them, ride them. So how can we, this, this concept of brace for impact is more of a, or I say prepare for impact or brace, is a, a way of living in a conscious way where we're not burying our heads in the sand because of the scariness of it all, we're, we're facing it head on in a, with a positive frame because we are preparing for ourselves to make ourselves as healthy as possible. We're taking on the key information so that we know what we're facing, where is our horizon of, and I, that's by widening our spectrum of seeing where nature was over a larger portion of time than just our short lifetime and how 
can we best position ourselves, our family, in our business? How can we um, position our economy, our finances, our food system, our energy system, our water system, our waste system? How can we position these things? And the best part, we can do a lot of this in our own home. So we don't have to have, we don't, our actions don't have to always be taking into account everyone it can be. We can take these micro actions in our own family and prepare and be in the best place for when change comes. Because that impact is just constant change, right? And sometimes bigger changes so wherever you think we're at, I, I personally feel from what I'm seeing, and if, if you're not able to look out too far, then I will do that and I will look out. That's, that's what I feel like my, my role is and I'll share with you. And over the course of other episodes, I'm going to share with you some of these key pillars that underpin some of our biological systems and our ecosystems, what are those key indicators that we need to be aware of? I'll summarize those so you can see. But what I'd like to see as listeners of this podcast is I want you guys to be prepared for change so that you can be not swept off your feet. So you can actually ride that wave of change and that impact instead of it being a rogue wave that takes you out is actually something that you can embrace and ride and and I believe we can if we for well when I say I believe believe we can make that I'm positive about the future even with the things that I can see I don't I believe it in that there's going to be a lot of people getting that are not going to prepare for this, these impacts that will come, the changes that will come. I'd like you to be one of those that prepare and to not just wait for that impact, but prepare yourself, prepare your business, prepare your family to be a force for good, a force for change, to prepare to make a positive impact which will lead us into a new future, a new generation of uh, a regenerative way of living. Anyway, that's the, the concept, prepare for impact. So wherever that does for you, um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I'd love to hear comments, feedback, uh, if you enjoyed this, I'd love you to share it, take a photo of it and, and share it with me on, on you, wherever you share your stuff. Um, reply, I'll, I see every reply, whether it's an email or, or socials. I'd really love to, to hear whether this does make sense to you. And if you'd like to hear more of this and if you'd like, if you're interested to hear some of the things that I'm learning from the, the discourse from the longer form Our Planet series. All right, well, that was a bit longer than I was expecting, so I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. Much love. 
Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shambhala Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, then I'd love it if you would share it with some friends and subscribe to this channel and turn on notifications so you can find out when the next podcast comes out. You can find us at Instagram at Shambhala Farm and also check out our upcoming 12-week food growing course. You can find out more details on our newsletter list or on Instagram. I'll see you on the next episode.